0: On the 15th of February 2006 at 6.55am a a man dressed in a black t-shirt and black pants barged into a four-room flat in Serangoon, Singapore. I'm robbing your family the man declared before kicking Mr. Lim Hock Soon who was asleep in the living room. As Mr. Lim stirred his vision slowly came into focus in front of him was the barrel of a .22 caliber pistol, pointed squarely in between his eyes. But it wasn't the gun that scared him. It was its owner, named the One-Eyed Dragon, a man who was nefarious in the underworld. The One-Eyed Dragon instructed the family to throw their valuables into a plastic bag before forcing them to bind each other in separate rooms. Madame Kok Ling, who was Mr Lim's wife, may have felt the worst was over. Until... Uh, 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 Worried and confused, Madam Cock was struggling in her restraints before realising that the One-Eyed Dragon had entered her room. Speaking in Mandarin, he said, It is your husband who went too far. give you your life. Don't identify me. Or else, I will kill your whole family. On the 15th of February 2006, the One-Eyed Dragon left the Lim family broken. Madam Cock would discover the body of a dead husband, Mr Lim Hock Soon, and their jewelry stolen. But this was not simply a robbery gone wrong. It was a vendetta that would require an extensive partnership from both Malaysia and Singapore. In order to rein in the one-eyed dragon, you're listening to Heinous, an Asian true crime podcast brought to you by Mediacorp and produced by OneUp Media. This episode contains scenes of graphic imagery and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Before the media frenzy turned him into a sensation, the man known as the One-Eyed Dragon was simply Tan chao Jin. Born 29th March 1966, Tan chao Jin was the runt of a large family, the youngest among seven siblings. Official records of his personal life are sparse, but what was known showcased the man who lived a life of stark contrast. Tan's formative years were marred by signs of a troubled youth. Eventually, steering him into the notorious Ang Sun Tong gang. This syndicate, an ominous presence since the 1950s, held dominion over the northern sector of Singapore, thriving on the clandestine trade of guns, drugs, and illicit services such as money lending and gambling. As recently as 2020, the city-state witnessed a violent outburst involving the Ang Sun Tong, prompting the government to institute rigorous reformative measures. Within this underworld. Tan emerged as an efficient operative, his command over illegal transactions solidifying his reputation as a formidable leader within the Ansun Tong. Yet beyond the criminal sphere, he was another man altogether, a doting son and a caring brother, illustrating the bewildering duality of his existence. As the 1980s dawned, Tan's illicit activities garnered the attention of the law. An everyday turf dispute ended in his capture charged with inciting a riot, landing him a five-year sentence. However, prison seemed to reshape Tan, with fellow inmates and prison officials describing him as well-behaved, a model inmate who immersed himself in studies. Upon release, Tan channeled his entrepreneurial spirit, founding a chain of traditional Chinese medicine shops in Malaysia. The branches thrived, peddling medicine and religious pendants, offered Tan a taste of legitimate prosperity. Yet all connections proved too strong to sever. Tan found himself intertwined with a gang once again, maintaining this alliance until a fateful event in 1999. A brutal traffic accident embedded shards of glass into his right eye, robbing him of sight. This life-altering injury forced Tan to relinquish his role within the gang. Still, it provided him with an unforeseen opportunity to helm his own illicit operations, an illegal horse and football betting ring. Even today, the spectre of illegal gambling continues to haunt the nation. Despite the availability of over 300 government-sanctioned gambling outlets for Singaporeans, the underworld's gambling labyrinth thrives in the shadows Years of persistent crackdowns have netted as many as 158 illegal bookies and participants in a single raid. And notably, these off-the-book networks would become hotbeds of conflict whenever disputes arise. It was in this realm, the one-eyed dragon crossed paths with a man known as Mr. Lim Hock Soon. Lim was also endearingly referred to as Goonita, or Cow Milk Pig, a testament to his robust stature. Mr Lim was a notable figure in Singapore's nightlife, the proud owner of the Las Vegas KTV Lounge, a popular nightclub teeming with life on Havelock Road. At the age of 41, he shared his life with his younger spouse, a 33-year-old Madame Kok Pui Ling, and their adolescent 13-year-old daughter. According to The One-Eyed Dragon, their initial encounter wasn't a matter of chance, but a calculated move aimed at discussing potential business opportunities. It was suggested that both men were to be involved in the clandestine operations. Initially, their partnership flourished, devoid of any friction. Some even testified to their camaraderie, painting a picture of them as longtime partners or even bosom friends. However, discord began to seep in, revealed through the contradicting narratives that unfold within the courtroom walls. In April 2004, Mr. Lim embarked on a gambling spree placing bets amounting to a staggering 500,000 Malaysian Ringgit or approximately 150,000 Singapore dollars through him. Once fortune turned its back on him, Mr Lim started to dodge the responsibility of his losses. He even contested the authenticity of some bets, asserting that they had been placed under his name without his consent. This disagreement would spill over to 2005, where a triggering event would begin to turn the hourglass on Mr Lim's fate. It was July 2005, on the gritty streets of Geylang. The air was thick with tension as Mr Lim, the man who had once been a close partner, faced the One-Eyed Dragon. Listen, Mr Lim started, his voice carrying a dismissive tone. Those losses weren't my fault. Some people placed bets using my name. I am not taking responsibility for those. The One-Eyed Dragon was likely clenching his fists feeling the heat of indignation rise within him. You expect me to believe that? You lose and now you're shaking responsibility? We've been talking for over a year. Mr Lim shrugged, a smirk playing on his lips. Fine, I'll send someone to settle this with you. It was a term that would trigger any gang member's mind like clockwork. Settle was a threat, and instantly the One-Eyed Dragon's blood ran cold. Does this mean he would hire a hitman? Anger immediately followed and surged within the One-Eyed Dragon. It was an audacious comment, a blatant disrespect to the former hitman of the An Sun Tong gang. Tilting mildly to his right, his one good eye gazed coldly at Mr Lim. You should remember who you're dealing with, Lim. According to the One-Eyed Dragon, the events that spiraled from Gelang would leave him paranoid. His position had been disregarded, his reputation smeared. He was no longer the respected gang leader, but a man with a target on his back. This was a threat he couldn't ignore. Tapping on his old network, he bought a small .22 caliber pistol with about 10 to 12 rounds of ammunition. Initially, the gun would reassure him, giving him confidence that he was no longer defenseless But as the months passed by in his flat in Haogang, he would eventually realize that this gun wasn't only suitable for defending himself. It would be perfect for him to make a statement, and to ensure that his reputation as a former gang leader would never be questioned again. On the eve of 14 February 2006, a mere ten hours before the tragic shattering of the Lim family, the one-eyed dragon sought solace in the mundane comfort of a local coffee shop on Brattle Road. With each passing hour, pint after pint of liquor clouded his system as he indulged in a casual supper with friends. Depending on his drinking pace, guzzling down two pints within the initial hour could potentially impair his judgement comparable to the mental fatigue of being awake for 17 hours. An additional three pints and that disorientation could equate to the weariness of a full 24-hour vigil. Immersed in this altered state, the One-Eyed Dragon likely felt a liberating release as inhibitions gradually dissolved, making room for darker, more sinister thoughts to take root. Throughout Supper, his friends observed an erratic shift in his behaviour he casually mentioned a recent hefty donation of close to 30000 Singapore dollars to a temple and an equivalent sum to acquire a religious pendant. Yet en route to a friend's residence, he posed a peculiar query. Where can a Rolex watch be robbed? Hinting at an unexpected financial predicament. As the night wore on, the group found themselves in a friend's home in Hao Gang and in a soccer match. Likely prompted by the vicinity, the One-Eyed Dragon entrusted a request to his friend, Archie. Ah he wanted to be driven to Mr Lim's Serangoon flat, a quick 10-minute drive away. As they got in the car, the clock struck 3 a.m., and unbeknownst to everyone, it was only three hours until the Lim household would be subjected to a horrifying reality. In the early morning hours at the Lim family's flat, precisely at 3.22am, a a startling knock echoed through the silence. As per accounts from a family friend, Mr Lim was taken aback to find the one-eyed dragon on his doorstep, aware of his residence and seeking financial aid. Nervous and taken off guard, Mr Lim rebuffed him, immediately phoning their mutual friend for guidance. After careful consideration, the friend suggested that rational discussions are seldom achieved in the dead of the night, and advised Mr Lim to postpone the conversation until daylight. This would be their last conversation. Back in the vehicle, Archery found it strange how quickly the One-Eyed Dragon had returned, and even more so, he was disturbed by the fury etched onto his friend's face. The One-Eyed Dragon was possibly murmuring to himself, How dare? How dare he refuse to engage with me? With hardly a word exchanged, they retreated back to the Haogang flat, where the one eyed dragon resumed his drinking. As the night grew darker and pine after pine disappeared, so did his inhibitions. Several hours later, he enlisted Archie, and they set off again towards the Serangoon flat. Just as before, he instructed Archie to remain in the car. However, this time, He carried a black pouch. He exited the vehicle, slamming the door shut with a resounding thud. Dawn was breaking on the 15th of February. The hour hand pointed at 6am. And the world, as the Lim family knew, was on the brink of an irreversible transformation. Anus, an Asian true crime podcast is brought to you by Mediacorp and produced by OneUp Media. This episode was produced and written by Yeo Jin, with audio engineering by Ethan Sam. Special thanks to executive producer Danny Cordy from Mediacorp. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one.